Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for his born again people. Doe Schwartz here with a message I shared at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, our new church plant in Pearland, bordering Houston, Texas. Come visit us sometime at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, where I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book through the entire Bible. You can learn more at my website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And now, let's hear a line upon line teaching from the Lord's Word. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. Do you know how to live in this critical hour? What are some of your heavenly strategies for daily living in this very serious time in which we live? As we close out this James teaching series, we do so with the concept of obeying that command our Savior gave, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming coming to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. So, watching and ready. There are things in this teaching series that will help us not only to watch, but also to be ready when our Savior Jesus comes. And we're going to look at some more of those things as we close out this teaching series. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father, in our great God and Savior Jesus' name, please help us finish this teaching series in a way that glorifies you and blesses every viewer tremendously today. Thank you in our Savior, Jesus' name, Father. Amen and amen. Well, by way of review, in James chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, shows us the end times wicked, wealthy oppressors who control so much of the world. And in this generation, we'll hand it off hand off that control to the Antichrist. They're setting themselves up for the coming of the end of this age scenarios of judgment. And then in verses 7 through 9, that pertains to where we're going to pick up today in verse 10. Patience and perseverance in response to the realities of this generation. Patience and perseverance. So I'm going to review read verses 1 through 9. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corrupted, and their corrosion will be a witness against you, and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth, or the Lord of the armies of heaven. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your hearts as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. He does not resist you. So again, that Lord of Sabaoth is Lord of hosts, which are the armies of heaven. Now, with regard to being patient and persevering, therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it and 
until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. And now we move into verse 10 for today's teaching. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed to endure. You've heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. So think of this. Many of Israel's prophets lived down through the centuries uh, for the Lord. And, and they preached the Lord and His ways with seemingly very little fruit to show for it in many cases. Often they were mocked and even persecuted to death. But they walked closely with the Lord. And then there's those who are very powerful like Elijah that we'll talk about in just a moment. So you want to be blessed, right? Well, here's what we have to do. Press on. Press on. Endure. Bear up under the weight of this generation by the grace of our Savior, Jesus. Consider, consider the perseverance of Job, who suffered more than any man other than our Savior, Jesus. And look at the end intended by the Lord for Job. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a lot of passages in Job 42, but they're very good and pertain to these things. Stay with me, please. Then all his brothers, Job's, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters, and he called the name of the first Jemima, uh, the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Karen Hapuk. In all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job, and their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days. And as we, as we see this, this historical testimony of the way the Lord blessed Job at the end, think of this. The Lord has a blessed end intended for you. Hallelujah. He loves you, and He has great compassion for you. It may not feel like it some days, but we don't live by our feelings. We walk by our faith. Hallelujah. James 5, 12. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. Again, as we're reminded that Messiah Jesus, he's a judge, a sure way to fall into judgment. It's a swear oaths that may be exaggerated, untrue, or not kept on my so-and-so's grave, or as God is my witness, or, or whatever, right? And yes or no, it's that simple. Yes or no. Again, the vision of this ministry and this television program and our new church, 
Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship is to teach precious souls how to live for Messiah Jesus in such a way that our Savior will see them as the blessed, faithful, wise, faithful, wise, blessed servant who's watching for the Master to return at any moment and ready for his return. And so I'll be back in just a moment as we go to break. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post through snail mail at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Shalom from Israel. I'm Ezra. I have the privilege to live in the Golan Heights and be a partner of blessing Israeli believers. Throughout the years, 
You've stood with us faithfully, and we've been able to do, provide food baskets, uh, medical, like crutches, eyeglasses, uh, shower chairs, blood pressure monitors, so many different projects that you've provided for throughout the years. And I just want to take this time to thank you for being so faithful, for truly demonstrating the love of Messiah to the people of Israel. And they are all so thankful. So on their behalf, I thank you. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray and stand with blessing Israeli believers. And I bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach from Israel. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. I'm going to do a review read through what we looked at in the first segment in the book of James chapter 5 before we went to break. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed to endure. You've heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. And now we go to instructions that are so important for everybody who's watching who calls upon the name of the Lord. And if you haven't yet called upon the name of the Lord, these things are important for you. Call upon the name of the Lord today. Instructions for this time more than ever. James 5, beginning verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So here is the best way to respond to the Lord in times of suffering. Pray, 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 pray. Is anyone cheerful? Sing psalms. Stay grounded in times of cheerfulness. Stay grounded when things are going well and you're happy because mountaintops can be dangerous. So sing psalms and be thankful to the Lord when you're cheerful. And in times of sickness, humbly call for the elders of the church to pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of Messiah Jesus because his name is power. His name is healing. Hallelujah. The prayer of faith is what saves the sick. It's not magic oil, folks. Oh, I see the, the oil. And there's, it's fine to get anointing oil, like from a ministry or something like that. That's fine. Unless it's promoted to you as some kind of magic anointing oil, you know, or, or, or that the power is in this oil. And I've seen these snake uh, handling-like, or these traveling salesmen, so-called teachers of the Bible, who offer oil and healing water and whatever in this way. My goodness, they could have got that water out of the toilet. And so the thing is, is it's foolishness, folks. No, it's the prayer of faith that will save the sick. 
and the Lord will raise them up. The oil is a picture, a type of the Holy Spirit, reminds us of the Holy Spirit, who our Holy Father sends through our Savior Jesus, our great physician. And as we pray in faith, that Holy Spirit, that great helper of ours, comes alongside and lifts us up with healing. Yeah? And so confessing any known sin and turning from it can break hindrances to healing grace. I'll say it again. Confessing and turning from any known sin can break those hindrances to healing grace. Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. If we've sinned against someone, it's important to go to them and, and tell them that we have to, to ask them for forgiveness and to pray for one another that we might be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. The effective, fervent prayer. Hey, it's nice to pray for Grandma. Oh, God bless Grandma. It's nice to pray for your, over your supper. And, and we do, and we're very thankful and grateful for food every day. I'm not diminishing or minimizing that. But there's a fervent prayer of crying out to the Lord. It's those when the lions are licking their chops at you in the lion's den, like Daniel in the den kind of prayers. You see what I'm saying, folks? No, there are those kinds of prayer of urgency, and there's so many urgent things we should be praying about today. But where's the fervent prayer of the church today? Do you pray fervently and cry out to the Lord for help? Oh, hallelujah. You see, we can think of prayerlessness versus fervent praying, prayerlessness versus fervent praying. And, and, and so prayerlessness is an expression of self-reliance. And you couldn't pick a worse generation to be self-reliant. But we think of those in the Bible as super saints, but look at the truth. Look at the truth as it pertains to fervent, powerful praying. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it didn't rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. So we see that Elijah was like you and me. He didn't have an SP written across his chest, super prophet. Yes, he was like you and me. And he cried out to the Lord. And the Lord heard his prayer and answered him. And so what about you? Do you walk closely with Messiah Jesus in a way that our Father in heaven, not only are his ears open to your prayers, but you're walking in a lifestyle of obedience and repentance and righteousness where the flow of his spirit is moving through your heart, mind, and life so that you're praying prayers that he can answer. They're consistent with his character. And he's, you're, you're asking things according to the desires of your heart that he's moving in and making and molding to work and beat with his heart. Yeah? The fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. Elijah was also raptured. He's an Old Testament type picture of the rapture for which we look and watch and fervently pray that we will be ready for when our Savior comes for us. Yes, now 
there's a testimony of a precious lady who fervently prayed in Burundi. And I have video of some of this testimony. I'm not going to show you today, but I'm going to tell you, mention some of it. This lady came forward with many others when I had preached in Burundi, and she was praying for healing. And the next day, we got x-rays texted to us on our phones. And the translator who was working with me at that time of that Sunday morning, the day before, we'd already left Burundi, we were in Rwanda on Monday, gave the testimony of this lady who had gone to the doctor and they had found a tumor which was causing her to bleed from her womb. She came forward to pray. The bleeding stopped. She was supposed to have surgery the next day on Monday. And she went back to have that surgery and the surgeon said, I cannot remove something that isn't there. And the tumor was gone. The Lord had surgically removed it. Removed it. Hallelujah. And so the surgeon went to that church the next week. And the surgeon met the great physician. And he was saved. Hallelujah. And that those heavenly events started when she was fervently praying. What is there in your life for which you need to fervently pray? Hallelujah. Uh, we see James says to bring back the one in error. James 5, 19 and 20. Brethren, if any among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Contrary to what anyone says in this crazy sin-sick generation, the wages of sin is still death. And we're to go in a spirit of humility to a brother in Messiah Jesus, whether they're saved, really, or not. That's the Lord's business. Yes, they profess Messiah Jesus. We go to them and we say, listen, here's the way of the Lord. And we go to them in humility the way we would want them to go to us. If we feel like they need to hear the gospel again, we share the gospel that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for their sins and rose again. And if you're a brother in Christ, you ought not to work, walk that way. Are you sure you're saved? Maybe you need to be saved. At any rate, we go to them in humility by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Listen to Genesis, uh, excuse me, listen to Galatians 6. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, the law of Messiah Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. This Christ, this Jesus, lived a sinless life, and he died on the cross for our sins, for your sins. Maybe you're caught up in a trespass. Maybe you're caught up in a sin. And the Lord would deliver you from it right now, brother or sister in Christ Jesus. Maybe you would profess the Lord, but you've never possessed his Holy Spirit power to turn from sin, to desire the things of God, to want to live a righteous life. Maybe it, what it is that you need to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord for reals today. And to do that, you repent of your sins. You recognize your sins are killing you. And they put Jesus the Lord on the cross and ask him. He'll help you repent. And you believe that he died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose from the, day, from the grave. And you call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. Save me, Lord Jesus. Guess what? He will. 
He'll forgive you today and give you eternal life, and He loves you. And He doesn't want you to go to hell. And He doesn't want you to walk in the destruction of sin. Cry out to Him today. And if you're doing so, let us know. We want to send you a free brochure, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, Join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday evening at 6.30. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready.